0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Podcast. My name is Alex. I serve as the college pastor here at The Gathering and at the River. And Our hope with this podcast is just to sit down with people who are involved in our ministry or connected to our ministry and just talk with them about their walk with the Lord. Um, Our hope at The Gathering is that we would be a disciple-making community that is focused on biblical worship, intentional community, in uh, a missional vision together. And so we love this place. And if you're in the Putnam County area and you're 18 to 25 years old, we'd love to uh, get to know you. So come on by. We meet on Tuesday nights at 615, 1200 Miracle Road. We'd love to see you. Uh, for those of you who've listened to our podcast already here in the early stages, thanks so much. It's been awesome hearing a little bit of your feedback. And yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. So today we are in for a treat. We have one of the gathering interns joining <laughs> us, uh, CJ Kilgore or as people sometimes refer to him as, Cardi JJ. (laughs) (laughs) CJ uh, is a Tennessee Tech student. Uh, He attends the River and the Gathering. He's been on staff as one of the Gathering interns since, is that July or June?
1: I think it was the beginning of July, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, so a couple questions, CJ, just to get to know you a little bit. Uh, What do you like to do for fun? Uh,
1: I really just like to hang out with friends and... um... I play ping pong with my roommates whenever they're in town. That's always a ton of fun. Uh, I love to golf. Uh, i got my master's hat on right now, so <laughs> quick plug. Hat. Um, but yeah, and I also love you know serving at the Gathering. It's just been awesome this whole semester and the summer. Has, it's been awesome, really.
0: Yeah, CJ crushes it as an intern. Oh, man, it's so fun. <laughs> so fun serving with him. What is your favorite thing about the Gathering?
1: I really just like love the people there. I know that sounds kind of like a cliche answer, but it really is like awesome, especially as like kind of an extrovert. Like I love just being there and interacting with people. And, you know, I kind of get my energy from that too as well. Um, And more, more than that, like a biblical community too. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been awesome. Like just having deep conversations, like when I'd never expected it, it's been really cool to just be along and, go with that.
0: Yeah. We have a really unique community of people. Yeah. Um, awesome. people who are, we're not all the same, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, uh, it's just so cool. I mean, the people that God has brought around us mm-hmm. is really neat. Um, yeah, well, CJ has been serving alongside of me this semester, um, with another one of our interns, Lydia, um, to lead the gathering, to really reach young adults in the Putnam County area, not just Tennessee tech students, but really that like 18 to 25, year old age ranges who we're we're going after. And we've seen God do some amazing things. We're recording this in December of 2023. So we just wrapped up the fall semester. Mm -hmm. Um, And man, God has just absolutely blown my mind Mm. as to what he can do in just just a few months. Um, So we wanted to come on and just kind of give a recap over the last semester. And I wanted to hear from CJ. This is the first semester he's ever interned with us. Kind of just some stuff that that he thought was cool, some stuff I thought was cool that we saw God do, and just celebrate for a few minutes. And so if you were around this last semester, maybe celebrate with us here, and uh, if you're not around, this is a glimpse into what is happening here um, at the gathering. So let's just kind of start off here with the first question. Um, As the semester was getting rolling back in August, how were you feeling about it? (laughs) Because there was a lot of planning. If you don't know, yes. in college of ministry, a lot of planning goes into those first two weeks of the semester. Mm, yes. So, how are you feeling rolling into the semester? I was,
1: I was like stressed for sure, because <laughs> was week of welcome. Um, yeah, it was week of welcome. We had like three, four different events in just one week. Yeah, um, and so it was really like I'm not going to say hectic because it did like play out pretty well. I felt like, um, but In the same, at the same time, I like also felt, you know, kind of like I felt a sense of fulfillment Mm. and like, oh yeah, this is, this is where God's calling me. Um, But it was really cool to just see all the incoming freshmen and like get them plugged into small groups. And especially with me and Chris's small group being like four freshmen, like just getting to see all these new people come in and get plugged in. It's been, it was been awesome
0: yeah those first two weeks is kind of like hanging on for survival <laughs> um, but there's just lots of new people and interestingly, mm-hmm. we saw this semester it wasn't just new freshmen. it mm-hmm. was we had new sophomores, new juniors and even a few seniors who came and tried it for the first time. that August time frame is uh, just a really easy time to come try something new yeah. and so uh, yeah it was I was also I was stressed just because it's a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like a nervous excitement and anticipation yes. of yeah. what I knew there would be freshmen, there would be new people who were coming to the gathering for the first time in August who would meet the Lord at the gathering, mm-hmm. who would walk with him in a way they had never walked with him before. Um, and it was really going to be a time of them growing in their faith. And so, yeah, yeah it was, is awesome for sure. Um, anything else you want to say about that?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, the small groups were... Definitely a big hit, I yeah. think, especially like plugging them and getting people that weren't plugged into a small group, like getting them plugged in early on.
0: Yeah. What was your, uh, some of your biggest highlights from this semester? I, I really
1: enjoyed the worship nights. Yeah. Those were amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, especially the, the baptism one. The baptism night was really cool. Um, we got to see a few college students get baptized and, uh, some of them that night weren't even planning to get baptized, and they did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just felt called by God to to do it, and that was was just an amazing night. Uh, it was like eight hundred people there, maybe.
0: Yeah. So what he's what he's referring to is um, the gathering is a college of ministry hosted by the River Community Church, and so we'll work with them um, on some special events. Like what he's referencing is the worship and baptism night, and the worship and baptism night. Was insane. Mm-hmm. That happened in November, and it is exactly what it sounds like. We just worshipped and baptized people, and so there was a pretty big list rolling into that night of the amount of people who were going to get baptized. I think we had like like thirty something people that had said they had followed Christ and they wanted to follow through in believer's baptism, mm-hmm. and uh, then that night there were multiple people who were like, "I've come under the conviction." and mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit and I want to be baptized too. Yeah. Um so yeah, super cool, super cool night just hearing uh people's stories mm-hmm. and seeing them follow through in obedience and baptism. So we saw by the end of that night 50 people got baptized. Yes. Um which was super powerful to get mm-hmm. to be a part of. And for me that night what was so cool was we did see several gathering students get baptized. Mm-hmm. And I only baptized like one or two our students got to baptize yeah. each other. And that just lit my fire. Like that was so cool. That was, was that was that was my highlight too. Um, how do you feel like God grew you this semester?
1: I think uh, being in a position of leadership as like an intern um, and like getting to see behind the scenes and uh, like making sure that like you know everything is kind of working how we're planning it and you know seeing things play out that way. Um, I think like the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest side of ministry and like how God has grown me is like seeing uh, organic versus systematic hmm. and like uh, just seeing how, you know, it is important to be spirit-led, but it is also very important to have a plan. Um, and like, especially like with sharing the gospel, like you want to know the gospel in order to like explain it to other people. Um, and you want to experience it yourself too and allow the Spirit to, like, work through you and also, like, convict you to, like, say it to other people as well. Yeah, Um,
0: yeah. That organic versus systematic approach to ministry of, you know, a lot of times I feel like we view them as opposing things. So organic being like, we'll just kind of see what happens, as kind of fly by the seat of our pants maybe, mm -hmm. um, which the word organic a lot of people use differently, but... Um, that's how I see it used a lot Mm -hmm. and systematic being like, it's going to be extremely rigid. We're only going to have our plan (laughs) and it's going to work this way. And all of us are kind of like inclined to one of those two, Mm -hmm. right? Of just being too organic of too like, Oh, we'll just see what comes our direction or too systematic of like, it's only going to be our plan. And there's Mm -hmm. like a middle ground of where like we have a plan and we are prepared but there's a room for if our plan doesn't work out, or the Spirit leads us to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we saw that a lot this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, of yes, it's important to have a plan, but it's also important to be willing to call an audible, mm-hmm. you know, when, when when stuff happens. And so, um, being systematic, being planned um or structured is not a bad thing. We serve a god of order, mm-hmm. but we serve a god whose order is higher than ours. Mm, so yeah. when he uh, when he's got a different agenda for us, uh, we have to follow that. And yeah. be willing to bend with that. Yes. Um but yeah. then you know like with you mentioned evangelism. And uh it's interesting with evangelism, it's important to practice and have a plan with how we're going to do evangelism. Mhm. Because if we don't at least have an idea about what it looks like to share the gospel when the opportunity arises, we're not going to, because no. we're going to fall to the level of our training on that. Mm-hmm. And if you've trained zero and have no plan, then we are unlikely to take advantage of those yeah. opportunities. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, yeah go ahead.
1: I, I, yeah, I think another way that I've grown, too, is just seeing like the whole uh, works versus faith side of things. I've definitely like learned a lot about that, especially going through the book of James um like just you know your works is not what gets you into heaven it's yep. not what gets you saved it's your faith is what receives that salvation and then your works is like what demonstrates that and exemplifies that mm-hmm. um i also learned that from a pastor so don't quote me on that cuz that it's not it's not me um but yeah i've definitely like just seen how like seen in like in myself like okay where am i struggling and mm-hmm. thinking that i'm like trying to work and earn my way into heaven versus just having faith. And then, like, because of this joy that I've received and this salvation uh, that God has gifted me with, like, telling others about this. Yeah. um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, the works are an outworking of the salvation Mm -hmm. God's done in you. Um, Yeah, that's good, dude. That's good. So how do you feel like God grew the gathering this semester? Not numerically, Mm -hmm. but... I'm throwing a curveball at you here. I know, so um, feel free to stop and think. But uh, I think uh, groups also grow in different ways. Mm-hmm. So, what are some ways you feel like we grew as a community this semester?
1: Anything I think, come to mind? Yeah, I think, um, especially in Chris and I's small group, um, and I you know I don't know about other small groups, but just from like personal experience in our small group. I think like just our tight knitness and how mm-hmm. like that small group is like very important. Um, and like how you always say like small groups are the bread and butter of the gathering. I think people are, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my wife keeps telling me to stop. Saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I think, uh, I think people, you know, if they like are intentional about that and like when they hear that, they'll like try to act on that mm. and like get plugged in and you know, find a small group that fits them, like, I think that that has, like, grown a lot uh, this semester, Um, and, like, the importance of, like, being connected uh, with a biblical community um, instead of versus just Tuesday nights where it's, like, 150-ish people, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, hard to find that sense, that small group sense of community in that 150.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Tuesday nights are great. Mm -hmm. They are great, but it is very hard to find real community. And when we say the word community, we mean like a deeply rooted, intentional community. Tuesday nights, a lot, like we do have dinner together, but then after dinner, we're all just facing the same direction. Right. Uh, You know, for (laughs) worship and then a message. And so the idea is like on Tuesday nights, we're all facing the same direction, but in groups, we're all turning towards one another. Mm. And so it's like we are really starting to dig into each other's lives and invest in one another. yeah. Um, and that's where the real biblical community is formed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be scary. That can be a little scary for some people I know of wanting to take that step of intentionality, mm-hmm. but you really miss a huge opportunity right. uh, when we don't take advantage of that. Um, yeah. I, one way I've seen the gathering grow this semester um, is in our heart to see the lost come to faith in jesus we definitely had that before but there's something unique about we saw ended up seeing like 16 gathering students get baptized this semester and i think just when any community regardless of how passionate they are or aren't about evangelism when you see that kind of move of god among you it just lights a fire yeah like it's impossible for it not to light a fire when you see people's lives literally going from death to life yeah um, and from darkness to light, it's impossible not to have that fire inside yeah. of you, you know. Um, so that was a way I like. I heard I was hearing some about evangelism as we were starting the semester, but I just more and more was hearing stories of life change, and it was like hmm. snowballed into this was just yeah. like who we are, um, and who I pray we continue to be um, as we cultivate it. And so that was the way I saw us grow and evangelism is an interesting thing for a community like ours in that if we don't continue to foster that it will eventually wane and die off Mm -hmm. um it's not something that just happens by happenstance it's something that we um cultivate and work towards together as we're Mm -hmm. seeking the lord because if we've really experienced him and walked with him then it's going to yield that evangelistic heart um in a community like ours so that was the way i saw us grow um for me this semester man how did i grow Grew in a lot of ways. Um, one is just I am constantly amazed um, by what God can do through mm-hmm. people who are, who are broken, <laughs> mm-hmm. people who have struggles, people who have challenges, me being the chief of those. Me mm-hmm. being, uh, you know, obviously I still have struggles and challenges just like anybody does. And yeah. one challenge I have is just lacking faith that God will actually move. And it just never can ceases to amaze me that when we preach the gospel, when we share the gospel with people, they actually will come to faith. Mm-hmm. And we saw that this semester. Yeah. Um, it never ceases to amaze me. Like when we uh, like put on a retreat that God is actually going to move. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's something like that. You would think after seeing him do these things over and over again, I would just know like, hey, if we're faithful, God's gonna, God is going to move in a group like ours. But mm-hmm. um, I think those those, I guess, situations, those reminders um, really dig, I guess, take root in my soul that yes, God really does move among us. Mm-hmm. And as a good reminder that I can have faith that He is going to do that. Because I definitely struggle with that sometimes mm-hmm. of really believing that God will and can do something among us. And we saw Him do that in a big way this semester. Um, so it excites me going to the next semester of what. What he can do, um, yeah. and as I, I said, I feel like I said a hundred times a semester, what couldn't God do through a group that's totally consecrated mm-hmm. and surrendered to Him? And if He chose not to do something absolutely insane through us, what could He just do in us if we were mm-hmm. consecrated before Him? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think feel like we really saw God move in some cool ways, mm-hmm. cool ways this semester. Um, well, this was your first semester interning, mm-hmm. and your first semester being on like the leadership team side of things Mm -hmm. and so what would you say you already talked a little bit about the structure versus organic but what would you say you learned about just leadership in general this semester
1: uh i really that's a that's a good question um i there was one uh meeting it was the staff meeting that we all went to and i think steve Stephen TJ, they had that devotional um, about uh, like bringing people in. Um, and like our whole thing, like at the gathering, is like making disciples that can make disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from that, like, I really like, I can't remember exactly how they put it, but it was like bringing others in and like allowing them to just help in ministry. Uh, Like, for instance, bringing people to, like, help stack chairs or tables and whatnot just to help, like, get plugged into the ministry. Um, And I feel like having, like, a group like that and, like, just being able to invite people in and, like, do these kinds of things, um, it really, like, spurs growth in Mm -hmm. them and, like, encourages them, like, oh, I can help, like, do this thing in ministry. And then the more and more they get involved, it's... You know, they more want, they want to like do like their ministry uh, for the gospel and for God.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is a, that is a yeah. So that's a great point. Um, yeah, that staff meeting that we all went to and the interns were in, where uh, Steve and TJ talked about that was super impactful because leadership is not. Um, like a pond where you just like get all this responsibility and keep it to yourself. (laughs) Leadership is, as Ephesians 4.11 says, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. So it's that development, that seeing people and inviting them to do this with you um, is really key. One of my favorite Mm -hmm. leaders talks about the difference between centralized command and decentralized command. Centralized command is when um, all of the leadership is centralized on one person. They're calling all of the shots, they're doing all of the work, and there's no delegation. Decentralized command is you're literally taking the leadership responsibility and dispersing it among other leaders. And uh, you know, healthy organizations, healthy ministries will be decentralized in that we have equipped the saints to do ministry themselves and deployed them to do that. Mm. Um, and we saw that a lot at the gathering this semester mm. with uh, small group leaders who just absolutely took their group and ran with it. Um, You know, we've got roughly like 120, 130 students in small groups. I can't oversee all that. No one person can oversee all that. And so just decentralizing that leadership responsibility and that shepherding responsibility to those small group leaders promotes a lot more health. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we, I think this last semester had like 11 ish, 11, 12 small groups. Can you imagine if I was leading all of those small groups, how unhealthy they would be? It would be a lot. It would be a lot. Um, But when you decentralize it, when you bring other people along, and give them the opportunity to lead it promotes growth it promotes health and all kinds of all kinds of good things yeah
1: yeah I think uh, yeah that's a very good point I also think like personally uh, like how I've just seen leadership and like me and Chris have also kind of talked about it um, Chris Ritchie uh, he one time told me like to pour into others you also need to like be poured into um, and I think especially at the beginning of the semester when like it was my first time like leading a college small group. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of overbearing at sometimes. I'm not sure. going to lie. Um, but, you know, it was what, like what Chris said, like pouring into others, you have to be poured into um, like making sure like that I myself am in the word and in prayer and, like, in that biblical community, like, I'm just being poured into um, by God, you know, through prayer and scripture, and then also by other people uh, through biblical community. Um, And I think, like, that definitely has, like, that will definitely have an impact on Mm -hmm. your leadership and, like, just your your personal way of how you are acting towards others.
0: Yeah, It protects you from burnout so much. It's so much, because if, like, you're a you know, you're a jug pouring out, right? You you're eventually going to run out of mm-hmm. the ability to continue pouring out. You're not unlimited. We're not infinite, unlike <laughs> yeah. oh, God. And so, uh, yeah, we need that mm-hmm. people pouring back into us. That's good. That's a good word. Um, well, let's wrap it up here just with one more question. What are you looking forward to next semester? We're kind of in the the off season right now, <laughs> you know, in <laughs> December. But what are you looking forward to in the in the spring?
1: I'm I'm looking forward to just being. Being back, and also how God will grow, uh, the gathering and His kingdom, um, specifically through uh, the prayer nights, mm-hmm. um, the revive nights. Early plug. Yeah, you want, you
0: want you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so, throughout this semester, uh, we've been having um, some Sunday night meetings, like at seven o'clock, and you know we'd go over a little passage of scripture. Um, and we would, you know, pray through a Psalm and really the whole purpose of it is to consecrate ourselves and so that, yeah, consecrate ourselves so that, you know, we may have this desire, uh, to be holy. Um, cause that's like what consecration is, is, um, I think it's Joshua Yeah. Three jo-
0: five. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua, the somewhere in like two to four, somewhere around Uh, there where he's like, consecrate yourselves because the Lord's going to do mighty works among you tomorrow. Yes.
1: Yeah. And when we, you know, when we will consecrate ourselves and when we do those things, the Lord, you know, will do works in us. And Mm if he doesn't do a large work, like grouply, I don't know if that's working (laughs) in a group, like imagine how much he's going to do. in you personally, Mm -hmm. just by all this consecration that you have done, um, and so, really, uh, this next semester we're going to um, we call it, we named it Revive Nights, and uh, basically, it's uh, the word revive is um, is basically the desire to be holy, and um, like we've seen it all throughout Scripture, you know, like Pentecost, like that was a big you know revival, and the Bible doesn't uh, specifically say the word revive. Um, but that's kind of mm-hmm. how we've yeah described it in these days um, and so yeah, we're just uh we'll meet uh, like once a month um every every month next semester um and we're gonna have worship and then uh, like ten ish minute uh message and then uh we'll go into like prayer groups, prayer over scripture um and then we'll meet back and then. Uh, we'll kind of get into groups of three, the prayer triads, and then we'll disperse again. Um, and then, you know, in those groups, uh, it'll be a more, like a small, small group. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll pray together. And um, it, again, it's all just to consecrate ourselves so that the Lord can do a work in us and through us. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of really just the the bones of, uh, this whole structure,
0: yeah, yeah, you'll hear more about that coming down the pike soon because those are going to be awesome. And uh, CJ is kind of heading those up, and it's gonna be gonna be a good time. Excited for, for it, yeah. I'm excited just to, uh, yeah. I feel like we're in a we're in a really fun place with the gathering where mm-hmm. we've we've seen God has, has grown us this semester, and um, we get to kind of dream about what what's next for us. What is what is God calling us to do now? Um, and a lot of it's probably going to be a lot of the same, and uh, just to stay faithful in what we're doing. But you know, what areas is God calling us to step into? Um, and I think that is there's two different facets of that question. The first facet would be individually, what is God calling each of us to do and step into? But then corporately as a group, or as you say, grouply as a group, what is <laughs> what is God calling us to do? And uh, I'm just excited to explore that together. Yeah. excited for the gathering to explore that, and I think Revive Nights are going to be a huge part of that, because those questions are only answered correctly when we're seeking the Lord's face. So, mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, CJ, thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, uh,
1: thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, have a Merry Christmas. We're recording this the week before Christmas, so hope you all have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you in January.